Hi, this is Joel Watson from HiJinxAndSue.com. You're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Godspeed, you fancy bastards. All right, you have to help me give the biggest Phoenix Comic Con welcome to Mr. John Barrowman. You're going to have to go see a chiropractor now. Get your asses in here. I'm about to start and close the goddamn doors. You love my hands? No, see, see, this is the thing. You're all expecting me to take off my pants, so I'm not going to do it now. Don't start asking for things right off the top because you don't get it if you ask too quickly. Lesson I learned in life, don't ask things, if you want something, don't want it too quickly because you might not get it, so shut up. (laughs) I'm going to make you wait. Well, actually, from our conversation backstage, he's not going to make you wait too much. We have lines on either side for you to line up and ask your questions, please do that now, gently. Don't run. Don't kill people. Can I have a little bit more feed of, of bounce up here from, the, que- from the, the moderator and also from the questions? Because at the moment I'm getting bounced from the back and it's very difficult to understand. There we go. Thank you, because I want to understand what everyone's asking. So get to the questions quickly, because we're going right. to just go right to it. I think that's the best way to deal with it. All right, which side do we start with? Let's start with eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's get a question from a hoe. Hi, my name is Andy. <laughs> um, my question is, out of the three current doctors, which was your favorite to kiss? Uh, well, I only kissed one in the program, and that was Christopher Eccleston. Um, and uh, uh, David, I kissed as David. So we swap tongues. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, so Christopher, I would say, is probably... Well, Christopher was... It, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a sexual kiss that I was doing. It was more... Sorry to rearrange the furniture, but it just seems so formal. There we go. It wasn't, it wasn't a sexual kiss between Christopher and I because I also kissed Rose... And the, the, what I wanted to make sure, and when I read it, I thought, oh my God, I am the first male and the first actor to ever kiss the doctor. So for me, for me, that, is a, that was a groundbreaking thing, because all, and also as being a, you know, a, a, a gay man myself, it was a huge thing to have on television, particularly in uh, the audience uh, that was going to be watching, which was a family audience, young kids, 
uh, young adults, and everybody was going, oh my God, do you think we could do it? Do you think we could? And Russell and I were like, just do it. The parents are the ones who are going to have the trouble with it. It's the kids will be like, yeah, so what? Two men are kissing, big deal. Right? And that's exactly what happened. But um, Christopher was a good kisser. I wanted to show that Jack loved the doctor and Rose equally. So if you ever go back and watch that again, which I know a lot of you do, (laughs) you are going to see that I kissed them in exactly the same way. And that was, that, was a, a perp, that was a choice by me because I didn't want any sensation. Because newspapers do that. They'd be like, John Barrowman kissed the, the doctor because he's a man. Kissed him longer. La, 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 la. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you very much. And just one real quick last I question. I, I can't hear you. Can you put that mic oh, up a little oh, bit? Sorry. Sorry, put that you. mic up a little bit so it's right in front of their faces like it's me. <laughs> yes, doctor. What can I do for you? Uh... I know that they didn't ask you to be in the anniversary special, which I... Yeah, so why are you asking the question then? Oh, no, 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 no. I highly disagree with that. I'm wondering if since then they've seen the error of their ways and they're going to ask you to be in season eight. No? I think people would like it. Sorry. Sorry. I don't have an answer for you. Um, And the, the, you know... Again, every day on Twitter I get asked that same question and I get... and I'm ignoring them now because it's it's not that I don't want to answer it. It's just that it, it, it... it gets me when I, you know, because I feel like I'm explaining myself. And then I sound like I'm someone who's ungrateful and being bitchy, which I'm not. The fact of the matter is, I wasn't asked. Uh, I would love to be part of it. Uh, it's been a huge part of my life. Uh, they might have a reason, which they haven't told me why. And I totally get that. As an actor, I understand that certain things move on. And we have to move on. Consequently, why I have moved on to other projects. But, uh, the, you know, all this stuff, even this morning, someone tweeted, you know, no disrespect, but I don't believe you because so-and-so has talked about it. Well, nobody has talked about it. No one has asked me. No one has asked me to be any, in any more Doctor Who. It hasn't come up. So I am not lying. I'm telling you the truth. And for some reason, they just don't want me. Oh, oh. I, thought, I knew that would get you. <laughs> but you guys have the power. And, you know, if they blame it on my schedule, uh, you know, it's not true because we, I have always made time for Doctor Who and Torchwood because I love Captain Jack. I love the shows. I would bend over backwards to make it fit. And the, fa- and the fact... The fact of... <laughs> <laughs> the f- I, and once, 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 we, once, once I finish this thing, that's the last I kind of want to talk about that because it does get me upset in a little bit. But the, the thing that I don't, just the, the thing that I want to make sure is that it's not, be, when they blame it on me, that it's because of my work schedule and everything, they're lying through their teeth. They haven't asked. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but having said that, if they did ask, I would love to be back. Yes, over here. Hi. Hi. Thank you for the big bear hug yesterday. You're welcome. And because you're, are you an otter or a bear? You're kind of in between right now, right? Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) There's the bear who's going to be hugging you later. (laughs) Go ahead. What's your favorite food? I love that you asked that. 
My favorite food, I am not, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, I'm not a complete eat, meat eater, except on a Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only eat fish when it's on a plate. I don't know why you're all laughing. Um, so I, I, I'm not fussy about food. I love food. I, I enjoy my food. That's why I have uh, some love handles. And you know what? I love that you love your food or whatever, you know, because I, I just, I'm, I'm the way everybody embrace who you are, the size you are, what, as long as you're happy, who gives a shit, right? So um, uh, my favorite food, Scott and I have a thing when we travel and uh, when we get, go to a different city, and unfortunately he's in the UK at the moment because it's his parents' 60th anniversary, and one of us, one of us had to go. So I, I was like, I'm going with my peeps. <laughs> so um, uh, we always, when we travel, the first thing we do the morning that we get, the next day we get there, we go and have a huge, big American breakfast. Pancakes, bacon, sausage, egg, waffles, you name it. We fill the table and we eat. And then we go back and we lay on the bed and go, what do you want to do? <laughs> well, not that because I can't move. <laughs> In speak some Welsh. Sorry? Speak some Welsh. Speak please. some Welsh. Borda Croiso. Croiso y Phoenix. Uh... Uh, what else? What else? Um, nos da. That's all different phrases. You don't know what I said, do you? No, so sit down. So uh, I know Doctor Who is a TV series, but. Oh my God, see... you're so intelligent. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so do you see a movie in the production of Tor- Torchwood? Uh, I have no idea, again, because I, I don't make those decisions. Uh, Torchwood is under the wing of, I think, BBC Worldwide and BBC. And um, duh, 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 duh. what I will say is that my sister and I wrote, uh, I think, a really fantastic Captain Jack story uh, in um, uh, Exodus Code, which is a book that we wrote, which is out, which you can all get. It continues on from where we left off, in a, in a sense. I think that would make a great movie. And the more I'm doing over here in the States, the more it allows me to get those things done, is that's all I can say. But, you know, Torchwood might, come, might be back as a movie in five years, ten years, two years. We just don't know. It's up to Russell, and uh, Russell is our father, as we say. And so, and, and, you know, when that time comes, again, if they want me, I will do it at the drop of a hat. Thank you. Yes. Do you want to sit down? You don't have to stand up, or you just hurt from what I did to you. You're still flustered. Yes. What's the question that you only always want to be asked, but you never get asked? <laughs> How old are you? Twelve. You're twelve. Okay. Here's a story of a man named Brady. No, uh, the, the thing I, I've always wanted to be asked. 
oh, I've never, you know, I've never thought about, I haven't really been thought about that. And it's because I get asked a lot of questions and I've pretty much been asked everything. But I think if off the top of my head, a question that I would always be asked, um, oh, I want to make it a good one. I don't want it just to be frivolous. (laughs) And also you're 12. No, no, that's a great, that is a great question. And I, it stumped me because everybody knows I am normally never stumped for words. So can you do me a favor? Stay there and then it, let me think about it as we're doing this and I will then have the answer by the end, okay? Awesome. Because <clears throat> what will happen is it'll fire, it'll fire in my brain at some point and I'll go, that's the question I've always wanted to be asked. Yes. Meow. You know, you're in Arizona. It's not Alaska. If anything happens with you and your partner, can I have first dibs? Um, (laughs) you can have them. (laughs) If you want to deal with the farting in the bed in the morning, you can have them. And I ain't kidding either. He's got a cute face, but that's like Mount Vesuvius. What? Like you all don't fart in Phoenix. I mean you. You mean me. If you did, if, well, I'll ask Scott, but if you did, I, you'd be happy to come because, girlfriend, you would be a princess in my house. I'd have a different outfit for you that you could change every hour. You would have anything you want. You'd have a horse and a carriage outside white with a big princess thing on it. I'd be like, where are you going today, girl? You're like, I'm off to school in my carriage. You go. <laughs> and everyone, she'd be riding down the street. They'd go, there's that little rich bitch going down the street. <laughs> And I'd be, like, working my ass off to pay for the horses and everything. Come on. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Yes. Hi. First off, Hi. I want to say... I can't see your face from that camera. Put it down so I can... No, just hold it down. There you go. I want to see your face. <laughs> I want to say, first off... No, that... no, no. Put it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding! First off, I loved at San Diego Comic-Con, the, your Nerdist podcast. I listened to it. It was the funniest thing ever. Um, second of all, I'm a really big fan of Arrow. Yes. Um, how do you Didn't pre- you come to my table yesterday? I yes, did, you but did. in cosplay. That's right. You were. Um, how do you prepare for Arrow compared to Doctor Who and Torchwood? Because it seems like definitely a different character. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you made that observation. <laughs> 
<laughs> one's an asshole, one's not. Um, uh, to, to prepare for it. You know, I, I have to be honest with you, and I've said this at other panels and things, I don't, um, I don't go that heavily into that whole, oh, I've got to become this person, I've got to feel the inner self of the being... I've got to walk like this when I'm getting ready, and I've got to take three deep breaths before I say my lines. That's all bullshit. <laughs> right? Get up. Put, the per- put some personality into it. We're, we've all got those people inside us. That's the way I look at it. So there's a bad guy in me. There's a bad guy in you. And it, you know, we all just control those emotions and things a little bit. But, but the thing that's great about acting is we get to go in front of a camera and throw them all up in front of you. And uh, that's the, that, you know, that kind of preparation is the kind of... I just live in the moment. And everybody who works with me backstage and doing this, like, I live literally my life day to day. I don't... Although my schedule is planned for the next 65 bazillion years till I get my head chopped off and I'm put in a big glass case and I swell. <laughs> although my future is planned... Um, I, uh, uh, I don't, I'll say to someone will say to me, what are you doing tomorrow? I have no clue because when I go to bed tonight, that's when I look at what I'm doing tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, I feel that I can then live my life honestly in the fullest in that way. So I do that with my characters too. I learn the lines before I go, but the, I don't rehearse them. All the people who work with me will say, do you want to run lines? No, I don't want to do that. I know my lines. I'll just do them when I get in front of the camera. And then, you know, unless, unless it goes completely wrong, which it does sometimes, um, you get in the front of the camera, so it's spontaneous, and then you rehearse there and you do it. And that's kind of how I do it. Does that kind of answer the question? Yes, it does. Good. Lovely. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, first of all, I want to say I'm like a huge fan of you. Thank you. And you're one of the reasons that I want to become an actress when I get older. Awesome. And also, my question is, who would you rather kiss, Benedict Cumberbatch or Martin Freeman? <sighs> um, well, considering I just saw Star Trek last night. Yeah, y'all didn't know that. I went to the movies, sat by myself in the front row with a big thing of popcorn and some Sour Patch Kids and a bottle of water. <laughs> was brilliant. Um, I think I... Well, well, because I'm with an Englishman, I think I have to go with Benedict. Yeah. I would, too. You would, too? Yeah. You're too young. How old are you? Twelve. Oh, Jesus. Twelve going on 42. Um, yeah, no, so ben, I'd say Benedict, because Benedict, he was, uh, you know, it was, he was pretty... He's so tall in comparison to the rest of the cast. Did you see it? He's like 72 feet four. You know, and what's his name who plays Kirk? He's like... What? Thank you. Obviously didn't make an impression on me, did he? No, he's got really cute butt. He's got a cute butt. He does. He's got a cute butt. I just didn't know his name off the top of my head. But yes, I, I, but Benedict here, him here. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. And good luck being an actress. Thanks. Yes. What's one of your favorite experiences with a fan at Comic-Con? Like, have you ever met somebody and you're like, I want to be your friend in real life? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's probably not what you want to hear, but um, yeah, it was a Marine yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I wanted to be his friend in real life. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Scott. Where's that 12-year-old girl? You could have him. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but there's a, I got loads of stories. One of the one things that uh, happened to me, um, and I, I'm try, I try to think of new things to talk about when I do this, but this one story continues to always make me, you know, kind of feel that I'm doing what I'm doing is right and that, you know, everybody's getting the right idea and, you know, blah, 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 blah. This father came up to the table with his son, and uh, he had just, we were doing, it was myself and some other torture people and a couple of Doctor Who people, and they came up, and he walked up to the table, and they said, um, he said, do you want Captain Jack's autograph? And the kid turned, and he went, yes, Dad, of course I do, because, you know, he might like boys, but he is so cool. (laughs) And I thought, you know what, kid, you're getting that for free. Get over here. So yeah, so those kind of things I love. I also love when people come up, and there's many of you out there who know who you are and all the different cons that I've done who come up and tell me your stories. I know it's a brief time you have to tell it, but um, you've learned how to do it in Twitter speak, which is fantastic. <laughs> so it's like, hi, John, hashtag out gay, love it, you save me, brilliant. So, you know, I enjoy hearing those kind of things because it's uh, great to see that people identify with sci-fi because that's what sci-fi does best. We touch on subjects that other shows are just starting now to touch on, you know, because they've been afraid to for so many years. But we in the sci-fi world, everybody knows that no one can pull the wool over a nerd's eyes. Yes. Hello. 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 Hello from a former Midwestern to you. Great. I know you're from Illinois. I'm from Indiana uh-huh. originally. I'm sorry um, for that. <laughs> and also, you can work a pair of heels. I'm I can work je- a pair of heels? Yeah, high heels. I know I can't I can. wear high heels. You're not telling me something I don't know already. <laughs> I can wear a dress, a wig, and I can look fabulous in it. Anyways, I read on twist- Twitter that... Don't believe it. it. <laughs> no, it was from your tweet from your Twitter account. Okay. Yeah. Um, that you would consider being a guest star on Supernatural. <laughs> I, I was wondering what type of character you want to be, if you oh, want to be an I, again, angel, demon. I, well, listen, and uh, blah, 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 blah. I, I would love to be a character that's split between the both, like split personality, angel and demon. So there's a, a fight going on there but who knows if that would happen um you always want to pick the most interesting character yeah i'd I'd, supernatural would be great to be on oh my gosh would it be nice (laughs) (laughs) and um uh but uh, you know like for instance before i I, they talked to me about arrow over a year ago they actually asked if i wanted to be on vampire diaries (laughs) yeah so and i i was like hmm do i want to be freaking around with my teeth every day or you know what do I want to do but you know so the fact that they're asking me to do these things now I absolutely adore and you know I'm in this business to work 
So, and some people say, why do you do that? Because I want to work. <laughs> I got a mortgage to pay like everybody else, you know? And I, I didn't come in this business to sit around and just drink tea, herbal tea, and go, I'm really famous. I came in this business to freaking work, right? Yeah. So that's what I do. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so Supernatural, who knows? Awesome, thank you. I'll just have a word with my, bo- with my boy on Supernatural. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Who am I talking about? You got it, my Misha man. <laughs> I'm going to get me some Misha mashup. Get me some Misha mash. <laughs> yes. Hey, John. Hey. It's your black beauty mother effing uh, I, I don't swear. I know. There's I a know, lot of kids I in know. here today. Yeah, I know. It's called double entendre today. So I was just wondering. Sausage at you. <laughs> Yeah. If you were a male stripper, what would be your name? If I was a male stripper, what would be my name? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Captain Jack. It would be Captain Crack. <laughs> or, or Barrow Arrow. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Touchwood, <laughs> Doctor Dew, Jack Hardness. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Okay. <laughs> Boobylicious. <laughs> no, sorry. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you. Yes. Hi. If you were to be cast in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, what character would you want to play? I have been asked to do the Rocky Horror Picture Show so many times, and I, they always want me to play Frankenfurter. What character do you want to play? What character do I want to play? I don't want to be in the goddamn show. I don't like it. I don't. I'm so, listen, I'm sorry. You know, we all have our opinions. I don't, I mean, you know, it's not my thing. I don't really like it. It's not the show that I would really be able to get up and do eight times a week. Sorry, but no. I'd rather do Lacage. Yeah. Sorry. I want to be a pretty tranny. I don't want to be a haggard tranny. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um. So you've gotten to work with some amazing actors over the years. You think. But who is on your bucket list of actor, like of an actor to work with? Again, those are questions that I don't think about. I don't answer because I don't know where my life is going to take me. Um, I don't have actors that I kind of go, oh my God, I love them. I want to be like them. I want to be who I am. Right? And I understand that I enjoy watching other actors on screen and on television. Um... I never thought that I would work with the people that I've worked with. Never did I ever think that was going to happen. So that's where joy from what I do comes to me every single day. Because I know, you know, like I go on set and, I, you know, like when I was doing Last Torchwood, I'm working with Bill Pullman. I mean, come on. It was just phenomenal, right? You know, and uh, all the other things that I've done. So it's, it's uh, a kind of a thing that I just go with the flow with that. And... Um, there would be one person, if I could go back, and this is going back to my musical roots. <laughs> all the musical people are stuck in the back over there. 
That's all right. Musical, musical people are used to going up the back. Anyway. You know, the alley to get to the stage door. Um, I, I loved growing up Gene Kelly. I did because he was, um, he was, uh, uh, when I watched him on film, you know, not knowing what his personal life was like, uh, when I was growing up, he was, to me, he was a man who danced and he sang and I wanted to be that man who danced and sang. I didn't want to get on stage and be a, you know, of course I play characters like Lakaj that are, you know, girls. And I know there are people that are, that are like that, but I wanted to be that man if that makes any sense, right? And uh, I did get a chance to meet him and talk to him before he died. He was going to direct something that I was meant to be in at the time, and uh, that for me is one of my kind of little cherished moments that I got to speak and talk to Gene Kelly. And he and also Howard Keel, who was a big Hollywood musical star, he, Howard came to see me in um, Sunset Boulevard in London, and he came backstage. So for me, those kind of 40s musical male icons... That's, if I'm letting you into a secret, those are my kind of ones that I go, oh, they're just brilliant because they can do everything. And Howard Keel came into the dressing room and this, you know, all seven foot of him, and he walked in and I, and I wanted him to start singing, you know, Seven Brights or Seven Brothers or something, something like that. He walked in and he said, you know, young man, just want to tell you, if you were around in the 40s, you would be my main competition. Amazing. <laughs> so those are my cherished moments. Those are my, and I, did, I have written about them in my book, so yes. Oh God. Hi. Oh God. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? See, I just did a squee. That's what I'm doing inside right Don't now. Don't pee yourself. <laughs> Try. Go ahead. Read your question. Yes. Um, first of all, thank you for coming to Phoenix. It was great meeting you at your booth yesterday. Thank you. Um, my question for you is, how do you feel that science fiction as a genre is breaking ground in um, making alternate lifestyles and LGBTQ lifestyles more acceptable in the mainstream? Um, uh, well, I think that it's, you know, you may disagree with me on this. There's two, two kind of answers to that question. Uh, sci-fi has been doing it for a very long time because they've done it in relationships. Like if you even go back to the original Star Trek where, um, you know, Kirk is with a green lady. All right? Two different colors. Da, 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 da. That's the way they could get around it in those days, right? So we've always touched on those things in sci-fi. We've always, you know, he's having sex with an alien or something like that. It's very different. It's the t what they would think, you know, we don't think nowadays, but... That was the taboo then, the subjects you couldn't touch. So sci-fi's always had that. But what, you got, what uh, a lot of people don't understand is that in American television, there, there are the most gay, lesbian, transgendered, and I'm, this is going to be, it's new to me. What is the cue for the end? Queer. Oh, see, we don't use that word in the UK. But it's cool. So I've learned something new today. So lesbian, uh, gay, transgender, and queer. And bisexual. Bisexual, sorry. I should know, shouldn't I? <laughs> My sister will write, text me and she'll go, what is it now? What is, what is the term today? I'm like, don't ask me. I'm just gay. <laughs> so um, the, uh, uh, with all that having been said, all of those, you know, there's the most gay people, I say gay people, are represented on American television than anywhere else in the world. Yes, we applaud. That's great. But the problem is, they're all the same type. 
There's nothing wrong with flouncy queens, right? Because I got some friends who are the biggest queens in the world, and I love them to death, but we're all not that way. We're all very different, as they are in every, every other section of society. We have different types. Like I was saying to that young lady earlier, that's why I wanted to be the man who sang and danced, you know, to be able to sing and dance. So I think we need in mainstream television to start representing gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and queer people who are like us and not like what everybody finds it safe to accept. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Great. Because I want to see some butch men on television doing it with each other, and I want to see some pretty lipstick lesbians kissing. We ain't all dykes and queens, right? Am I allowed to say dykes? Because you all went very quiet. Oh, yeah, it's okay for you to say queer, but I can't say dyke. I'm talking about a wall that you put your finger in. Oh, no, that's it. Never mind. That's true. That's in, in, in Holland. I love you guys. Yes. Hello, John. You are a wonderful, beautiful human being, and you're enough to make any straight man a three. And I just want to ask... Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm learning a lot in Phoenix today. The cue for queer. Where are you going? What's a three? Uh, a three is on a one to seven scale on the Kinsey scale, which is a scale of one being uh, completely According straight. According to the Kinsey report, every average man you know. <laughs> ah. So you're a three? Only for you and David Tennant. Gotcha. How old are you? Twenty. Oh, yeah, you're a slut. Yes. I want to know, how did you react to the end of the series finale of Doctor Who last week? No spoilers! No spoilers! I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers! I will seriously hate you right now if you tell me. Don't tell me. Shut up. I have to tell you, I am behind because I, with all my traveling, I watch all of my TV shows on my iPad, right? I am behind in Walking Dead, so shut up. Shut up. I am behind in Game of Thrones. Shut up. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm ready to swear my ass off here. Uh, shut up. I am behind in Doctor Who. No, it's not Arrow's fault. It's blame the airlines. I got to fly all over the place and I can only download so many. I'm kidding you. We're not kidding you. When I put my, my uh, iPad on to download everything before I fly, it's like I suck the internet into my iPad. And the thing's going, ah, I 
I can't do it quick enough. 23 episodes of this, 23 episodes of that. You don't have enough memory. Please stop, stop, stop. I have three iPads. Three for that very reason. Right? I haven't even watched myself on Desperate Frickin' Housewives yet. I know you'll forgive me for that one, though. No, I've seen it. So please, I haven't seen it yet, so don't tell me. Just tell me what you think. Did you like it or not? And then I can, I'll understand why you were asking when I see the episode. Don't think too hard, because the more you think, the more you're going to say, and the more I'm going to have to come down and kill you. <laughs> you weren't sure about it, were you? I was freaking out. It was, All right, that's uh, enough. Yeah. Put your damn fez on and go sit your ass down. You 20-year-old slut. Seriously, don't, don't prompt those quick because I, I literally will... I'll leave. Hello, John. <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Um, how did you come, up, come upon the uh, Malcolm Merlin role? How did I come upon it? Yeah. Um, I was in Palm Springs over a year ago. And I got a, a call from Andrew Kreisberg and, uh, you know, the, the producers and everything. And they contacted me and they said, we have a role that we would like to look at you. Uh, or, we, you know, to th if you think about doing it. And I said, um, okay. And they talked about it on the telephone to me. And they sent me the script. And I didn't even have to read the script because when they spoke to me about it, the passion that they had in their voice, <clears throat> the commitment that they had to the story... How they wanted it to, 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 to grow and what they thought about it reminded me of how I was first spoken to about Captain Jack and Doctor Who and other things that I've been passionate about. And immediately I said after the phone conversation, yes, I'll do it. And that was it. That was it. That's great. Thank you. And also, I'm very, actors, as an actor, I'm very lucky that people come to me with roles. I don't have to go in and audition very much anymore, which is nice. Thank you again. Yes. Hi, John. Hello. Um, this is Ember, my friend, who, who? is mortified right this now. This is who? Ember. Amber. Ember with an E. Ember, like you're burnt out. Like she's sm smoldering fire. Nice. Yes. Really? Yes. Don't worry about it, honey. The more people who talk about you in that beautiful way, that will make you blossom in life. Let her let, let her let her let you blossom. Go ahead. Okay, this is Ember, and we would like to know if um, you could sing for us. A little Broadway stuff, please. <laughs> I've got some lyrics. Anything goes? It is, it is like 11 o'clock in the morning. Anything. Sorry? I've got some lyrics up here. You've got anything. what? Lyrics, if you'd like. Lyrics for what? Anything goes. Oh, I've done that so many different conventions. Or Sunset. Sunset or, Boulevard. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember those words. <laughs> Sing who? Yeah, but it's, that's really... No, but be... Don't you tell me to shush, girl in the purple dress. Um, what? I am not... Listen, I was in Germany last week, and they asked me to sing Springtime for Hitler, and I was like, hell no. See me in Dusseldorf going, you know, with a hand up and everything. That would go down a treat, wouldn't it? Um... Any dream will do. Sing whatever I want. Anything. Ah, uh, I, I don't. You wait. Shh. One person over there shouted. What do you want me to sing? Who? Five hundred miles. Oh God, no. 
David likes them. I don't. I am what I am. <clears throat> I'm too sexy. Let me come. Let me come. I will, I will sing something, but let me come back to it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Great. Yes. Um, I was wondering on Arrow, you and Stephen Amell, you have really great fighting scenes. How difficult was that to choreograph, or how fun was it? We have a great uh, team of, of uh, stuntmen, and we're not allowed to do a lot of the stuff because of uh, risk factor, considering that, you know, the, when I did that whole busting through the wall sequence and then kicking Steven, which I did myself, the, the second time I did it, I kicked him, and I kicked him right in the kneecap with my steel toe boots. <clears throat> and he got up, and bless him, I've been in that situation when you're the lead of the show, Right, and you're getting you got you're you're trying to be so gracious, but you've just been kicked, and you're like, and you want to lay in and punch the person. So I knew, and I was mortified. And for weeks after that, I kept saying to him, Stephen, I'm sorry. And he's like, Dude, John, I know. He said, You know, don't worry about it. I've only done that once before in my career, and it was in Torchwood when we were in the airport sequence in the last series. And Eve and I are, you know, Gwen and I are about to run off. And, and bust away from the CIA, and I kick one of the CIA guys in the face while I actually kicked the guy in the nose and busted his nose. <clears throat> so he gets paid. <laughs> and his nose looked like that anyway. <laughs> so I just kicked it, and it was back to normal. <laughs> the, um, so we do have our stunt team, and they're brilliant. Bam Bam runs the, the stunts for us, and... Uh, uh, we, uh, are, are, they, they work harder than we do because like that rooftop sequence that we shot, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen it. Um, that was like six hours of them, 20 minutes of us. Okay? And so we're not allowed to insurance-wise to do a lot of stuff. Yes. Hello. Hello. I'm going to embarrass this young man. <laughs> Because, kind of stay in the light. This is the Marine. You have to show them. No. John, John, I think you need to try harder. He's not embarrassed. No, no, he's not. <laughs> God love the military. I love him. <clears throat> you know, and I did, say, I did say to him, if you're that, you know, I don't know what, what, his, what his game card is, but if you're that open and you're that comfortable with all the different people that you're around, you're going to make one good fucking Marine. I'll tell you that right now. Yes, thank you for serving on behalf of everybody. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my question is, what was your toughest role as a character? What character was your toughest role? Um, my toughest role? Uh, well, there's tough roles for different reasons. Like, for instance, the, when I played, was in Beauty and the Beast. I know this is like, you guys are like, what? When I was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast on stage, that was really tough because I had to spend an hour in makeup every day getting prosthetics put on, everything, and I had... 20 to 30, 40 pounds of equipment on me, and I had to walk around, you know, and do what I, I do on stage every single day. Um, Tough-wise, 
Jack wasn't tough. Jack was fun. Jack was a blast. That's why that kind of thing is good. Merlin is not tough. Um, like, tough things. It sounds twee, but spring, you know, when I did springtime for Hitler, I had to sit and get my hair dyed every day. And you know how much your scalp burns after two weeks of having your hair bleached? I know. But blondes do have more fun. And the phone number you gave me yesterday doesn't work. Oh, you will? (laughs) All right, come see me later then. Write it down here. (laughs) Yeah, that said it didn't work. Yeah, of course I put a one. I might be pretty, but I ain't stupid. (laughs) Check with me later, because, boy, you are going to go home with us for lunch. We'll we'll talk later. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty, you better get your ass over here from London. (laughs) Because there's going to be a marine sandwich tonight. I love, <laughs> one of my uncles was a Marine. <laughs> no, not that way. But if you see, if you, no, never mind. I've, I, never mind. I'm going to get myself in a really big, deep hole here if I go into this. You know, you type things in on the internet and things pop up. Have you ever seen those videos with the Marines? Check it out. Trust me. <laughs> yes. First of all, I'm kind of afraid to look that up. Um, Don't worry. You are a TARDIS. I've been in you. (laughs) And um, I wanted to say that I suffered through the episodes before and after The Desperate Housewives to actually catch up so I could actually follow your storyline properly. And you were amazing. Thank you. So, good job. And, oh my gosh, I'm... uh, I was a little traumatized, though, beforehand, but thankfully, once you showed up, it made things better. Anyway, the question is, what was your favorite school subject? I love being asked questions from a steampunk TARDIS. (laughs) Um, uh, 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 My favorite, I had two favorite subjects. I didn't like math. I wasn't very good at math. No, no, no. And the reason I wasn't because it wasn't explained to me very well. And then there was one teacher who explained to me. She said, do you realize that math is music? And I went, I went, what? I said, I can't sing the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> or when it's how to bisect an angle. No. She said, no. Eighth notes, quarter notes, fractions, whole notes, half notes. It's all numbers. And I went, oh, my God. So it is. So that helped me out an awful lot, but I still don't like math. Um, My favorite subjects were English. And uh, I had some really great English teachers. Mark Wilson was one who, uh, you know, I wasn't a very focused student. I always got, you know, good grades, but I wasn't very focused. And Mark uh, kind of picked me out of the class creatively and kind of put me into what they call the gifted program, right? 
and challenged me that way, and I was put into the gifted English program, so I'm gifted. And uh, uh, I, so I did that. So English, and then we had a so teacher like Diane. Her name was Diane Greider, who taught me the things about when I was reading books. And I fell in love with reading in my junior, really in my junior year in high school, because I learned the things about subtext and foreshadowing, and uh, uh, really getting into the plot, the character development of stories, and why authors were writing specific things, which in return, with my sister and myself, has helped me and as an author you know, uh, later in life, and who would have thought that this boy who got average C grades in, uh, you know, English to begin with, and then was moved into the gifted program where I felt like I was swimming underwater half the time, would end up being a best-selling author. But that's also thanks to my sister. So English, and then I loved my music. I loved my music classes, and it, and it, it, it pains me to see, and I think sports are also very important, but you know what? School systems, and we all need to fight and stand up for this, don't cut the music and drama programs just because sports... Just because the sports team needs a new outfit. Because our choir and our high school, we had the same choir robes that they had in 1952. And every year, the football team got new outfits. Go lesbians, too. So, yeah. So I'm a real, you know, and the high school I went to that puts all the money into sports and programs and stuff like that, and I might be speaking way out of turn, and I'm sure I'll get a letter about it, but I don't give a shit. The music department and everything in that school, shut down, non-existent. How many sports stars have come out of that school? None. Myself, Andy Dick, Anthony Rapp all came out of the same school. Wow. And others. Wow. So there you go. You. Thanks, hon. Yes. Hi. So, hi, Rose. Oh, hi. <laughs> so my question is, you said you love Gene Kelly. My opinion, you're the new Gene Kelly. That's Thank just you. me. But is there any musical theater roles that you haven't played but would love to? Um, I would like to be Alphaba and Wicked. <laughs> um, I, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, well, I, again, I, I don't think, that's one of the things, like that other question, I don't think about that. I've been offered, I was offered, was it the, last year or the year before, like five different Broadway productions, and I, they didn't gel with me. So it's, there's things that work for me, and there's things that don't. Um, uh, yeah, off the top of my head, I know there's, I, there is one story I would love to do, and I've, I know Jerry Herman uh, quite well. And Jerry, I know I would love to have the end, since my sister and I are now becoming better in the, you know, storytelling and stuff, I'd like to rewrite the ending of Mac and Mabel. And I'd love to one day play. I think I'm still a bit too young, but unless I do it as my... Who groaned there? No. Unless I do uh, I play Mac as my own age, and maybe the Mabel is a much younger Mabel, maybe in her early 20s, I think that would work. I love the song, I Won't Send Roses. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Sing it. I won't send roses or hold the door. You won't remember which dress you wore. My heart is too much in control 
The lack of romance in my soul can turn you gray, kid. So stay away, kid. Forgetting birthdays. I forgot the words. Anyway, there you go. Forgetting birthdays is guaranteed, and though I love you, da da da, you'd be the last to know. I won't send roses, cause roses suit you. So sorry, I forgot the words. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. I was meant to go that side. Sorry. Yes. I don't know which side I'm batting for. <laughs> you would love it with both, wouldn't you? Yes. Now that I'm speechless, because sorry. That's my, now that I'm speechless, because that's one of my favorite songs. Great. Um, when it comes to my three nerdiest obsessions, you hit the trifecta. Obviously, Doctor Who, Torchwood, musical theater, and third, I understand that you once did a Shakespeare play at the National Theater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have a two-part question: One, would you ever consider doing Shakespeare again? Mm-hmm. And second, what was it like being in? Um, the Doctor Who episode Utopia with Shakespeare icon Derek Jacobi. Oh, uh, well, first off, the reason that I the reason that I didn't get to do Shakespeare, I was originally coming over to the UK to study uh, to get my degree uh, and to study to, to study Shakespeare to study Shakespeare, uh, and it was Anything Goes, the show that I first got that took me away from Shakespeare. But then, thirteen to fourteen years later. Anything Goes, which I was doing at the National Theater, brought me back to Shakespeare because Trevor Nunn then asked me to be in Love's Labor's Lost with Joseph Fiennes. And, uh, and I was very nervous because I, thinking I'd never trained, here I was, this musical theater guy, and Trevor's like, you know what, John? You're going to be fine because musical theater people are often the best, theater, uh, the best uh, Shakespearean actors because it's like music. So I was like, okay. So I did it, and, we, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. So I was brought back to Shakespeare. I'd love to, Trevor then asked me again to do uh, uh, another Shakespeare piece, which I wasn't able to do. Um, I do get asked to do them. I'm not, um, I, don't, I don't know, it depends. Maybe later in life I'll do other stuff. And, and Derek Jacobi, just amazing. Derek was just wonderful to sit with and, and to watch him work, and that's the other thing, the great joy that I have in the work that I do. I come into work, and as David does, we would both be like, oh my God, it's Derek's scenes today. (laughs) You know, and David is a very good Shakespearean actor himself also. He's amazing. And uh, for both of us to sit and watch this man who can do everything, just brilliant. So yeah, it was a thrill. Thrill. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Hello, Captain. Hello. (laughs) Um, I was I was wanted to say um, that I think you're the most talented actor ever on the face of planet Earth. In your and the other th- we met the other day in autograph session, right? And I told you that something very bad happened to my father. Yes. And I was wondering, how do you maintain an attitude of positiveness? Because every time I see you, you're so positive about everything. When something bad happens in your career, how do you maintain a positive attitude? 
Um, well, we all have bad things that happen to us. And there's a lot, there's bad, I don't think it's my job to come up and tell you that you guys want to come and see John Barrowman, fun John Barrowman, right? It's not my place to tell you the sad things and the bad things that have happened to me. Um, bad things have happened to me. Sad things have happened to me. And my way of talking about those are through my books. <clears throat> um, also, some of them are personal. Uh, but life is life. And life deals us a hand. And although I, I, I can only speak for myself, because that's who I know best, uh, you guys have given me a brilliant hand Okay, and every so often a card's put in that might be crap, and uh, I have to deal with that. But what makes me stay positive is I know that there are people like you that have given me this glorious life, and I cherish it, and I love it, and every day I wake up, and I am thankful for where I am because I know why I'm here. I wouldn't be here without you guys and the fans, and I'm not just saying that to be sycophantic because I say to every con I go to because I truly believe it. Um, the fans are the most important things to me. That's why I don't understand actors who become this kind of like royalty figure that they think their shit doesn't stink. Because it's just not that way. You're, you're, you're here because of you guys. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying? So I just stay positive. I mean, you know, my, uh, many of you may know this or not, but, you know, we've had death and stuff in our family. My parents are both cancer survivors. We've lost Scott's sister to cancer. She died of brain cancer. Um... We've, uh, uh, you know, I've had to put dogs to sleep. I've, my life is just like your life. It's just I don't always talk about those sad moments. You know, the last year, this past couple of months, we've had to give away one of our dogs because of a, a situation. So, and I didn't talk about it because I felt that really wasn't something I wanted to discuss. But I am now because I feel better about it. Do you know what I mean? So bad things do happen. But it's important to... to just keep fighting, keep pressing on, you know, and know that if you do lose somebody, it's going to happen to all of us. We're all going to be in that situation at some point in our lives. And when we are, we're going to grieve, we're going to be upset, we're going to cry. But, you know, you can look at another person, another human being in the eye, and you can say to them, and you can look and you say, I've lost somebody. And they're like, and you'll know if they have, because they'll have that look in their eyes and they'll understand. That's why it's important to talk, important to communicate with people, and important, as you know, when I'm doing, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm Oprah, <laughs> but it's important, like when I do photo sessions, that's why I touch you guys, no, no, I, I mean, no, I feel it's important in life for us to be tactile, because we, 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 we separate ourselves, we sit behind computer screens, we're very powerful there, we do all sorts of stuff, but you know what, to go up to somebody and to look them in the eye and to say, hey, how are you? thanks, you know, and, or, or just touch them on the shoulder. That's contact. That's what we as human beings want. So today, I want you to all go out there, and I want you to touch somebody. <laughs> um, one more, just one more thing very quickly. This yeah, go ahead, because we got a lot yes, of others. Go on. A request from everybody in Phoenix. Can you do a concert here in Phoenix? Uh, well, I, I did, I did put a, we did a petition out online about doing concerts because my concert promoter, because not a lot of concert people know me here. Uh, and and I'm, when I say concert people, I mean, this is a perfect audience for a concert. But I, we had, wait, 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 I had to put a petition out because the promoters wanted to see that I, if I was popular or not. And I, no wait, and I did it on Twitter and I did it online and we didn't get any signatures. 
Well, all you guys need to do is start your own kind of petition for the theater because I need, you know, for my tours, I need about a 2,000, 3,000 seater. I mean, or something like this. We'd set it up in here and do it right in here. So it's, it can be done. We're, we're working on it. But, you know, just keep up to date with what, what, what I'm doing online because there's a lot of things that, you know, we're doing and, and you know, that can help with other stuff. Thanks, sweetheart. Yes. Oh, no, to ask your question. Okay, well, you just said that you should touch everyone, so can I have another hug? No, never mind, okay. I would let you, but they won't let you for the sole reason if I hug, and I tell this to everybody, and you all know this, if I hug you right now, I got to freaking hug everybody in this room. Can I I heart you? Can I heart? I chose to hug the Marine because I was wanting some sandwich. Okay. Well, I heart you. What? Okay, never mind. Um, Yeah, anyway, I wanted to ask, what is your... uh, what is your guilty pleasure, and what is your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book is, uh, and again, I, this you can. This is a question you can. This is online. Um, my favorite book is *The Outsiders* by S.E. Hinton, and I absolutely adore that book. I've got the movie. I've got about four or five copies because every time I find a copy, I buy it. Um, I have, uh, you know, and Rob Lowe, who I did a play with in London, uh, Rob signed the movie for me, and, uh, you know, I've met Ralph Macchio, I've, so I've done all that kind of stuff, but that book to me, that was one of my summer reads in high school, my junior year, Miss Grider, and I sat by the, the pool at the, the, we belonged to a country club, and I sat by the pool ordering <laughs> gin and tonics on my dad's tab. Not thinking that he'd know about it. reason I'm signing the number. Do you know what our number was at the country club? Our number was 007. So I was Bond. We Jimmy Bond. Um, so yeah, and uh, I, uh, I read that quite a few times. I love the story. And when, if you ever read my book, Anything Goes, the, my first book, I kind of relate a lot to Ponyboy in it uh, because I felt a great attachment to him being him, he was from the other side of the tracks, and in my life, being a young man growing up, knowing I was gay, but living as everybody else did, and not being open yet, I was living on those other side of the tracks, so it was a great thing for me. So that, and then the other question was? What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. I got a lot of guilty pleasures. (laughs) Um, Some of them I'm not going to tell (laughs) you. No. But uh, I like to, I, I love my cars. Yeah. And in, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gearhead. You might, you might find that hard to believe. I'm a gearhead, but I also, and I'm looking at a car right now that I'm debating on buying. <laughs> I'm debating on buying it. Yeah. It's no, no, it's an old, it's an old, um, it's an old Cadillac Eldorado convertible. And I think that I would look pretty damn good driving around in Palm Springs in that. <laughs> yeah. Like live a fricking Rachi. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. John? Oh, no. We don't have to stop, do we? You have three and a half minutes. Can I have ten more? I would love to say that, but you have to take that up with Kristen Bauer from True Blood. Oh. I don't want to step on her toes. Uh, anyway, okay. Last, next question. Yes. Quickly. Have you ever considered being straight? No. <laughs> That's not my question, but... I'm um, quite happy being gay. 
actually, and I, I, and I, I love that you say that, but I, I am so, I am so chuffed and proud of who I am, and my mother and father are proud of me, my family's proud of me, I don't want to change. My actual question, can you do your Scottish accent? It's so uh, cute. The, on, the only reason I do my Scottish accent, don't do it, is because it, I feel like I'm on show, which I am, and uh, you'll, if you read my first book, you'll understand why I don't like to do it. Yes. Quick. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I wanted to know more about your show that's coming up on ABC, Sing Your Face ABC, Off. ABC, Sing Your Face Off. We take five celebrities and we uh, turn them into the singers that they've always wanted to be. For instance, we might turn someone into, let's just say, uh, Justin Bieber. And it might be, and that might be, uh, that might be, um, uh, 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 Let's just say Gareth David Lloyd. We turn him into Justin Bieber. It's, a re- it's really a fun show. We have a really good laugh. And sometimes we turn men into women and women into men. Awesome. That sounds exciting. So I'm bringing a little bit of that onto the national network. Yay. Can I just say, I know we have to stop. Now, we've got a couple more minutes. Yes. Um, first, I would like to thank you for doing Doctor Who. Because You're- when my mom was um, going through breast cancer reconstruction, you really brought a bright spot to my life. Great. And what's your favorite color? Blue. <laughs> I have a... I have um, my car's TARDIS blue. <laughs> Figured if they don't want me back in it, I'll have my own. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Rome. Rome. Uh, anybody else? Just quick ones. F- flash fire. I'm just supposed to tell you that my gay friend Todd loves you and De- Desperate Housewives. Thank you, Todd. Let me know when we have about 30 seconds. Hi. Um, Hi. We were just wondering if you Wonder could kiss, quickly. If you could kiss any character on Doctor Who that you haven't already, who would you kiss as Captain Jack? I'd like to kiss an Ood. <laughs> you know why? Because you'd be going... Yes. Um, which episode of Doctor Who do you feel utilized your full potential as an actor? Which episode of Doctor Who do you feel you utilized your full potential? I, I don't. I don't. I don't kind of answer those questions because <laughs> every episode was fantastic. Every episode was challenging. There wasn't one episode. But thanks. Hey, John. Do yeah. you want want ten more minutes? I want ten more minutes. Okay. Put those ten minutes on the clock, please. Sorry, I had to make sure because I was falling out of them earlier. (laughs) Batman today. Hey, I was thinking the other day, they should bring Batman and Robin the series back, and I'd love to play Batman on TV. Yes. Well, thank you. Great. (laughs) I'm a two-time cancer survivor, so I definitely understand about your family situation. So my question is, if you haven't worked with him before, what would it be like working with Hugh Jackman? I don't know. (laughs) I I mean, I don't. Again, it's one of those things that, you know, he he did The Boy From Oz in uh, 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 
New York, yes. and I've been asked to do The Boy From Oz in Britain. Really? And the producers are, like, sitting, waiting, and they're like, anytime you're ready, anytime you're ready. And I'm like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. The thing is, I'm, I'm enjoying my kind of venture into American television to kind of become part of this culture more as I've become part of British and European culture. So I, for me to go away and do theater for a year takes me out of that realm that I want, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a businessman, I love the fame that has come with my job, and <laughs> I want more! <laughs> so, yeah, so, but I'd love to work with him one day. Awesome. I'd Thank be his you. young, I, although he's younger than me, I think he's younger than me, um, I want to be his younger brother. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Um, hi, I'm a huge fan. Um, and everybody's been asking about Doctor Who, so I'm going to ask about Torchwood. Good. Um, in season two, episode one, you worked with James Marsters, and I am a huge fan of him. What Good. was it like working with him? He was awful. <laughs> Why? No, he wasn't. He was really great. James is funny. James... Um, would uh, we do that sequence, and I love that sequence where you walk, we walk out, and it's it's like doo 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 doo, and we walk towards each other. And when I read the script, and we got to the end of it, we didn't tell anybody when we were filming because we actually the kiss that kiss is like one of the most explosive moments. That was like my favorite. And so when I'm doing a scene like that, whether I'm kissing a girl or a guy, I always make sure that they're comfortable, and you know I say to them, you know what I'm going to do. I don't like kissing like. Like lip, what I call tight lip kisses. I call them Midwestern kisses. <laughs> I want to do a southern kiss. <sighs> no, um, I'm joking. So I, I, but I do. I, I want it to make it look like it's real. So we do an open mouth kiss, but no tongues, right? That's the way it is. Um, so James was cool about that. And after we did the scene, and I walked over and da 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 da, and we went boom and and I we said cut and his girlfriend was sitting over the side and I said to the cameraman just roll it a few more times <laughs> don't tell him so he went over to his girlfriend and James I'm like you're right James I'm like yeah fine fine and he went over to his girlfriend and went <laughs> just to reestate his masculinity <laughs> and I'm like and they're like, okay, we're going to do it again. And I went, right, okay. Boom, and... Cut! James. How's that, everybody? Oh, we're going to do it again. Okay, James is like that. Really? Oh, yeah, let's do it again. Action. Cut. You're right, James. Yeah, I'm fine. Ah, uh, we got to do it again. <laughs> No break this time. James is going. Cut. James is going. Are you all right, James? Yes. 
I'm sorry, we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> Come on, James. Pucker up, bitch. <laughs> Yes. Good morning, John. Morning. Um, thank you for everything you do. And my question is, who out of everybody that you've met, who have you fangirled over? Well, I'm, I'm a boy, so I fanboy. Okay, well, who have you fanboyed over? Yeah, fan, um, I've fanboyed over. Um, oh, well, I met, um, uh, 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 I mean, when I've met Carrie Fisher. Sorry? Oh, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Fat man, I don't care. You know what I mean? Oh, Batman! I thought you said Fat Man, Nathan Fillion. No, he's hot. I love Nathan. Love Nathan. Yep, love him. Anyway, next. How did you like hanging out with Misha? Well, I didn't really hang out with him. I just rolled on the floor with him for a little while. Yeah, he was cool. He was great. Yep. And his breath tastes like mint. I'm kidding. <laughs> They're like having a total fan lesbian girl moment right now. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so, have you ever encountered fan fiction? <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I know it's out there. I don't read it. Because that, I love that you know, I love that the people who create it, you have your own outlet, your own kind of uh, fantasies, and that's good. <laughs> because I don't want to read them, because sometimes there's a little freaky. <laughs> All right? And although I'm wild up here, I'm slightly, as you might not believe it, I'm a little conservative in certain aspects, and I don't want to be doing it with monkeys and animals and all sorts of shit. <laughs> because that goes on in fan fiction. <laughs> But um, I love the fact that people have the creativity and write it. Yeah, and it's, it's good. So keep doing it. I just ain't going to be reading it. You might possibly find an Ood fan fiction with you. Well, if there's an Ood fan fiction, then tell me about that one. But just don't make it too dirty. Because <laughs> I'll kiss the Ood, but I ain't doing nothing more. Because he carries his ball in his hand, and I don't want one. I want two. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Hello. Thanks. Yes. Okay, so you said you like to sing and dance. Yes. Do you know how to twerk? Do I know how to twerk? <laughs> Show like, me how to twerk. With your butt, yeah. <laughs> really? That's all? You just, you gotta really shake it. You gotta get into it. <laughs> Like that? Yeah. Thank you. Where's that Marine? Come and twerk with me. Hi. Hi. Um, what do you think of the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff? What do I think of the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff? I think it's great. I think anything that's an extension of Doctor Who like that that causes people to get excited and introduces new people to Doctor Who, fantastic. Thank you. Have you been to it? Yeah. 
You don't worry. One day you may get there. Yes. Hello, Captain. Hello. Um, I've got a question. Is okay, that... ask the question. Okay, so you know how you were on David's cam and you did the little Doctor Who cheer in the car? On who? On David's cam when you were back on Doctor Who? Yes. Can you do the little cheer? I don't remember what the cheer the was. The whole, like, we're on Doctor Who, we are. The whole thing like that. <laughs> See, this is what I love about you guys. We sometimes do those things and then we don't remember it, but it's online somewhere and you remember. Well, you do it for me. Go. Well, nor do I. Someone else out there does. So, so say, say, it. go. We're on Doctor Who. We are. We're gonna go and we're going far. Yay! You're at thirty seconds. Okay, that's okay. That re- quickly, quickly, quick. Sorry. What was yours? Quick. Hi. Um, quick. You quick, quickly. Okay. You worked with Alex Kingston recently, and there were rumors that you were gonna do a spinoff show. It's not gonna you, happen. Not at all. Oh. Nope. There you go. Again, it's not, sorry, it, don't boo me. It's not my choice, decision. Talk to the BBC, not me. Yes. Hi. Um, what, was, what was it like filming Doctor Who, The Empty Child? Because that's my favorite episode. It was creepy. <laughs> to have those children walking around in masks, totally creepy. So, you know, I'm not your mummy. Go away. Uh, I have, we, we got to finish, but I just want to say, sorry, and thank you for all of you who are waiting to ask, ask questions and stuff, but just from me to you guys, this is my first time at Phoenix Con. Uh, wait, 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 let's wait to save time. Don't cheer till the end. Um, the, uh, I, I will be happy to come back if I'm asked back. Uh, the other thing is, um, know what I, I, I mean when I say that I truly appreciate that the reason that I am up here, the reason you've given me a fantastic life thus far. Uh, I have a beautiful home and I've got a, a lovely car because of all of you. And I absolutely, no, no, seriously, I'm being t- totally truthful, not joking. I absolutely appreciate it. And that's why when you come to me and you talk to me, or if you see me in the street, just not when I'm eating, um, I'm, I'm happy to talk to you. I'm happy to take that quick photograph if they'll allow me to do it, not in this situation. But I want to just say thank you so much for making me who I am today. Thank you very much. Stand up and show them our love, Phoenix. Hi, this is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtralife.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio.